Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellas Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we will be reviewing Baby Driver and Despicable Me 3. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, how you doing? Um, I mean, I'm not feeling well. I think I have a fever. But uh, other than that, I think I'm doing pretty all right. I, I'm, I'm crippled at this point. I'm broken physically. <laughs> a fever, sprained wrist, leg is sore for no reason. God, I'm I'm, I'm breaking down. <laughs> I need to get I need to get fixed. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I need to be taken to a repairman and you know get fixed. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go to the doctor and tell him like I need I need medicine like right now. I'm gonna be ready by tomorrow. Oh my gosh, um, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely excited to talk about one of these movies. I I don't know. I I don't look. I've never. Okay, I'm just gonna say this now. We're not even gonna review this one first, so I'm gonna say it now. I've never seen the first two Despicable Me movies, so. I, I don't know. My excitement level like, kind of mirrors that. Um, you have, have you seen them, Ozzy? Uh, no. No. Okay. So you haven't seen. Yeah. Sorry. I know people are gonna hate us. Uh, it is what it is. But we're gonna talk about Baby Driver. So there's that. Um, but we will talk about Disney with me as well. Uh, just yeah, we don't have the love for it that everyone else will probably have. But anyway. Um, yeah, we, there were a lot of movies that came out this weekend, like a lot, especially like things that were limited and kind of came into, um, wide recently. I mean, Baby Driver came out this weekend, which we're going to talk about. Uh, The Beguiled came out this weekend, which I have seen, you haven't. So that review is going to be a little delayed. Um, The House House came out this weekend, this week on me three, obviously. So there are a lot of movies and, um, should we announce uh, next next week's situation now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I am going on vacation, uh, so I will not be able... We, we just won't be able to record. There's no practical way that we'll be able to do it, and so I'll be gone basically all of next week, so there will be no episode, and I know that timing kind of really sucks because, um, obviously, Spider-Man Homecoming is coming out. Um, of course, there will be a written review on the website, um, and we will be reviewing Spider-Man Homecoming along with any other movies that will have come out th- next week or within next week. Um, but it'll be the week after. We're just there's just no way we can do an episode next week. It's just not practical. So um, we are thinking if depending on how content-wise, how everything um, works itself out, like if we have enough content to do it. We're thinking about having three episodes next week, just or the week after next week, um, just to kind of make it up to everybody. But it's just the way it's going to have to be for next week, unfortunately. So, yeah. All right. Well, I guess we. Do you want to talk about some of these trailers that came out before we actually get started? Because we have had a few trailers drop recently. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to talk about first? I mean, we can talk Jumanji because I thought that that, based on the set pictures that we had gotten, I thought that this movie was going to be so stupid. And, um, you know, some of the Rocks movies haven't been, you know, the best recently. I mean, 
Obviously, Baywatch happened, and then um, I liked Central Intelligence, which is a Rock and Kevin Hart movie. You did not, so there was a lot of mixed reaction to that. So I wasn't expecting too much out of this, um, and the trailer kind of really surprised me. I thought this movie looks really funny. Yeah, man, the movie was pretty good. I think seeing The, the Rock. <laughs> Sorry, the trailer looks uh, really good. Seeing the The Rock and Dwayne Johnson and Jack Black all together. I forgot the other female lead. I can't remember her name. I, I'm going to look her up, but um, it, it seems pretty good. Uh, I liked it. It's pretty funny. I do like the combination of all yeah. these actors. There. And it's actually kind of an acting challenge for them because they have to act like as someone else in their own body, you know? Yeah, it's, uh, it's K- weird. Karen Gillian. Oh, Karen Gillian. Right, right. Because um, I remember, and I like the premise like the, that they're going with, where it's kind of they get sucked into a video game, and they're the video game characters. Like, the people that were playing the game become these video game characters and what they look like and everything. Which makes sense, because I remember seeing those set pictures, everyone was saying, and I'm not going to lie, it was definitely my first thought as well, everyone was like, why is that girl dressed like that? That is not practical whatsoever, it doesn't make any sense. And it just looked like it looked bad. And then when you see it in context of the movie where they're video game characters, it makes complete <laughs> sense that, that she's dressed like that. So, again, maybe it's a warning not to judge a movie by the first images that are released. Um, but, yeah, I'm actually kind of looking forward to this movie now. Yeah, I mean, it looks really good. It looks like, I think it comes out on Christmas. I so think it's, so. It's going to have that summer vibe to it. Which is unfortunate, because I would have loved to see it come out now. But, uh, you know, yeah, it, it looks like it could be pretty good. Pretty yeah. fun adventure. Um, what other trailer did we have released recently? Uh, we had Breathe released. That I didn't was see that trailer. What did you think circuit. of it? I liked it. it. It looked like it could be an early Oscar contender. I really liked it. Um, I think Andrew Garfield is going to be up for another Oscar this year. That's just me, though. Wow, nice, bold call right there. Hey, like he it. is a phenomenal actor. I mean, he is. He really is. I mean, and it's kind of crazy. And this is no shade towards Tobey Maguire, but it's it's great to see that after a superhero movie, he still can find work. Yeah. So it's definitely definitely good that Hollywood still respects him as an actor and, and knows his talent. So yeah, I'm definitely interested in seeing that movie. It's also directed by Andy Serkis, like I said. I've never seen a directorial by him. I don't think he's directed. So... I don't know if he has. Nothing wide, at least. Nothing huge. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited. Yeah. He's a, again, Andy Serkis is a phenomenal actor let's see if he can uh, also be amazing at directing films as well yeah i wouldn't be opposed to it at all um what else uh tv wise there was the inhumans trailer came out recently um eh, it's <laughs> i i read a comment because i was like i wonder if i'm the only one kind of just like i i don't know like i want this to be good but it doesn't look that good and i was reading some comments and somebody made a great point it feels like it's very low budget but at the same time they were going for something it feels like it should be something big and epic in scale and they're boasting that they shot in imax cameras well that's cool but if you have horrible horrible costumes which i'm sorry but we thought the costumes looked bad from the set from that picture that was released and then this trailer did nothing to make me think that the costumes didn't look bad. They're still pretty bad, and that one lady's wig is just awful. And it's just, it feels like it's a very, very low-budget, low-production quality, but with IMAX cameras, which almost, like, points out the flaws even more, 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It makes the I flaws mean, even more obvious. I don't know. I really wasn't excited for this movie. It's for the show. Yeah. I'm so sorry. If I get my terms uh, mixed up, it's because head is kind of fuzzy because of the fever. <laughs> um, I, it looked okay. It wasn't something I was definitely excited for. I'm still way more excited for the Defenders than the Inhumans. Yeah. I mean, that's just me, though. I'll stick to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I mean, I'm probably going to watch, like, at least a couple episodes. If it doesn't win me over, it doesn't win me over. But I, I don't know. I mean, Inhumans did feel kind of rushed because Inhumans was supposed to come out exactly. before. It was, it was supposed to be a movie. Be a movie. Yeah, yeah, it was supposed to come out before Avengers Infinity War. But then Spider-Man came and then they were like, okay, well, we have to make the Inhumans after. But they were just like, okay, that doesn't make any sense because the Inhumans have to be involved in in the Avengers Infinity War. So it's like, okay, let's let's make a show about it. So it's just been they've been tossing this Inhumans idea yeah. all over the place for a few years now. So I hope it pays off, but who knows? Yeah, it just this, seems this like has it. the possibility of being Marvel's next failure, next to Iron Fist. So I mean, let's hope not. Let's hope yeah. not. It I just... hope I hope that Iron Fist gets better, and I hope that this show is pretty good, but. Let's let's see where it goes. Yeah, it just feels like something that they're like, well, we have to do it at this point. Um, which kind of reminds me of the Pitch Perfect trailer, which that's not good. The trailer uh, sets up. Did we talk about movie. Pitch Perfect trailer on the last one? I don't think so, but the trailer for that sets up for it being a bad movie. It looks just not good. Uh, it, I it just looks like something where they're all like, hey, we have to do another one because the last one made so much money. Okay, do we have an idea for how to do it? Not really. All right, well, let's do it anyway. Uh, that feels like the conversation. That's what the conversation was. It's just like the whole trailer. Like there was a lot of it was falling flat. There were a couple moments that got me, but other than that, it was the whole thing was falling flat. And then it ends with like this action set piece type moment where they're jumping off a boat with an explosion. And you're just like, what is this Baywatch? <laughs> like, what is this? Uh, I don't know what's going on with this. Sorry franchise. to shift. Uh, trailers like that and you guys so fast. Hey, whatever. Um, I, I completely agree with you, man. It was <laughs> it was something, all right? Yeah. It was something. I did not expect this movie to have a third installment, but here we are. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I, I, I think people are starting to get smarter with their movies now. You know what I mean? It's I don't think Transformers made a lot of money. It I made think. less than $100 million in the United States in five days that is that's not the best i mean for a transformers movie obviously there are a lot of movies that would love those numbers that it got i believe it got like almost 70 uh, million in five days in the u.s but it's not great for transformers numbers like it's not relatively great but it did make its money tons of money overseas so they're gonna probably make another one so whatever yeah i mean i'm, I'm pretty sure that people here that are starting to really understand the quality of a movie, which is really good. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure if we were, if we were like back in 10 years ago, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Where movies were like, where all types of action movies were really good, it'd make its money. But now we're starting to get familiar with good CGI and good storytelling. People are starting to notice edit, editing. Mm -hmm. So it's really good that people are just like, you know what? No. So I'm proud. I'm yeah. proud they didn't make as much here at least. <laughs> Um, all right, well, let's talk about Baby Driver now. I think we've put it off long enough. Um, Baby Driver, directed by Edgar Wright. 
starring Enzo Elgort. Yep. So sorry if I butcher your name, man. It's close enough. He has a very difficult name. <laughs> um, and it's about a guy who has a hearing problem where he has constant ringing in his ears. He uses um, music in his headphones to kind of drown it out. And he is an expert getaway driver. And he does this to basically pay off a debt. He meets a girl, tries to get out of that life. And, you know, that it's that kind of story. And it is phenomenal. <laughs> I gotta say, man, this is a pretty back, uh, packed cast. Yeah. <laughs> we got John Berthrall, John Hamm, uh, Isa Gonzalez, and then you got Lily James, you got Kevin Spacey, um, and a few others. I mean, this is this is a pretty packed film. Also, Jimmy Fox. I mean, this is again, this is a really really packed film. And yeah, man, it was really good. I think all these actors, especially Enzo Elgert. Did a really great job. For one, I wasn't really excited for this movie. I, I really? Thought, no, because I, you know how they try to have like these these young actors lead their own movie with these big uh, this big uh, leading this big cast. It usually doesn't work. You know, you had okay. Taylor Lautner with Abduction. Fair enough. You had Liam uh, Liam Hemsworth with Hat, which had um, these two actors. Um, I forgot their names right now. Sorry. Um, and I don't even know what the movie was called, but it was really bad with Liam Samsworth. Um, but yeah, you know, these movies just tend to flock and not make that much money. The, the, those movies just seem to be really horrible, but I gotta say they, they really made this movie really good, really had tense moments and great action scenes as well. Yeah. Um, this movie is, is great and the cast is definitely a big reason why, um, and for the record, just want to say this, and this might even make my review even more kind of impressive, I guess. I am not an Andy Wright fan. I don't know about you, Ozzy. Um, I don't know if you've seen many of his movies, but um, Edgar Wright's style is just, it's not my thing. And I'm not saying that I, because, okay, I want to make it clear. I understand why people think his movies are great. And I understand why he's so loved by critics and loved by... A lot of fans. I mean, if you go on our website, uh, the second article down will be basically Brianna, our, our writer's love letter to Edgar Wright. She loves Edgar Wright, and that's not uncommon. I'm definitely in the minority. I'm just, it's just not my thing. There's just some director's style. Tarantino is another one. And just, it's not my thing. I get why he's great. I get that he is great, and I get why people love him, but it's not my thing. And that's how I was with Edgar Wright, and that's why I was not. Other than the trailers looking awesome, I was still expecting myself to go, come out of this and be like, yeah, it's an Edgar Wright movie. I mean, it's just not my thing. But this is my favorite of his movies by far. Um, uh, I like Shaun of the Dead. That's my favorite of the Cornetto trilogy. And then uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I just feel like I'm high when I'm watching that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Is that You've seen that one, right? Scott Pilgrim uh, vs. the World? I really don't remember that much, but yeah, yeah I've seen it. It, was, okay. it wasn't good. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so... All that being said about Edgar Wright and my feelings on him, this is a great movie, and I highly recommend it. Um, but, yeah, let's start with positives. So we've already kind of talked about the cast. Um, Ansel Elgort is really good. Lily James is really good. Underrated actress, by the way. Um, she needs to be in more. Um, John Bernthal is not in it as much as I was expecting, um, but yeah, J John Hamm is really good. Uh, Jamie Foxx is really good. Um, I had some issues with J John 
Ham and Jamie Foxx's characters, but performances-wise, I mean, they're impeccable in this movie. It's They're really great. Uh, Kevin Spacey is good as the kind of the brains behind the operation, basically, and the intimidating force in um, Ansel Elgort's character's life. So, it, it overall, the cast is just... It, you're right, it's stacked. It's a stacked cast. I mean, what else can you say? I really want to see John Hamm in more stuff. I want to see yeah. him become like a villain in more stuff because he was... He was just a, such a great um, character. I really like this character. I want to see him in more stuff. I mean, he was just so good. I really enjoyed him in this movie. Um, give John Hamm more work, man. He's really good. John Berthwell was good for the amount of time that he was in. I think that John, John Hamm and... Um, Isa Gonzalez were really good. I think they had, I, good I really they had amazing chemistry. Yeah. I really like their chemistry together. Jimmy Fox, look, I hate his character, <laughs> but I gotta say, he acted the crap out of this movie. Yeah, and he was really good, really good. I really like Jamie Foxx's performance in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, look, I mean, when you get me really not liking your character, I think you did a good job. Mm-hmm. I think you did a really good job. So. Definitely. Um, I like Kevin Spacey. I really did. He wasn't like my best, but I mean, I really liked his performance. I mean, they all did a really good job. Yeah. I have to say the action sequences were shot really well. And all set to music. That's what impressed me the most. It's so, like, the action in this, it, it, I viewed this movie uh, the way that a lot of people view Mad Max Fury Road. With... It's just, it's poetic action on the screen, and you're just, like, watching it, and everything is just flowing so well together. But it's in Edgar Wright's style, which, in this case, surprisingly didn't bother me. Where there were those moments where, like, he stops, and he has to, like, rewind the music because it's not matching up with (laughs) what they're doing. And it's like, that's just such a weird moment, but it worked in this sense. Um, And I loved how everything kind of flowed together, and everything was set to that music, and it just really, really worked. Um, and even like, uh, look, I'll say it for Ozzy, the cinematography in this movie, I mean, there, <laughs> there is in, like in the beginning, there is like a huge, tra- like, I swear that tracking shot that it just went on forever. I was like, how long are they going to just keep going? It's a steady cam shot, just falling into El- Elgort's character, baby, just down the street. And you're just like, okay, we're going to keep going here and we're going to keep going here. And it's all set to the music and it's telling you just... It was motivated because it's telling you so much about him as a character and about this movie and what we're doing in this movie, which is so impressive for just the camera work, you know? Yeah. So that's all of that stuff. I mean, just because I don't like Edgar Wright's style in general doesn't mean I can't appreciate his technical genius and this movie. I mean, it shows off his technical genius. It really does. Yeah, he did an amazing job directing this movie. He also wrote this movie, and I yeah. gotta say, the script for this movie is amazing. I really did like a lot of the dialogue in the film. I think the chemistry between um, Baby and mm-hmm. uh, Deborah, who was played by Lily James, I think mm-hmm. I think their chemistry really worked. Uh, for the most part, for the most part, definitely. Uh, anything else, Carlos? Um, yeah. I, I agree with you on the dialogue. Again, it's just it's just slightly offbeat where they say stuff that kind of it's like they're speaking in catchphrases, you know? Yeah. Um and but it really works. It's just kind of really almost it's like it's just cool, you know? It's really cool dialogue. Everything flows. That's a great word for this movie. Everything kind of just really flows together. Um I this I guess can transition us into negatives then. Um 
I do have issues with some of the characters with how they were written. Just I think that a lot of the char- a lot of the side characters could have used just a bit more fleshing out. Jamie Foxx's character in particular, they go into a little bit of his reasoning and he he's definitely an interesting character and he's clearly an antagonist in this movie. Um but I just I needed a little bit more depth to him. Um and to an extent, same with John Hamm's character. I just needed a little bit more depth. They, they definitely have, He definitely has more depth than Jimmy Fox's character, but I just needed a little bit more. And as much as I loved um, Deborah's character with Baby, uh, or Deborah's uh, chemistry with Baby, excuse me, um, she was a very flat character with just... There's not much to her, but... Again, the chemistry and the dialogue is what saves all of, all of those elements of the movie. It really does. Um, it just, you buy into these characters, even though they're flat, because everything is written in just a way that's so attractive to the ears and to the eyes. You're just like, I love watching these characters, so I don't care that they're flat, you know? Yeah, I mean, one of my negatives is we don't get a lot of John Berthrow a lot. Berthrow, yeah. Yeah, I mean... I would have loved to see him because the movie sets it up as like all oh, these characters are going to basically go after him in the trailer. And I would have loved to see him go after him. I think John Berthold, for those of you guys who don't know, for those of you guys who haven't watched The Walking Dead, for those of you guys who haven't watched um, Daredevil Season 2, you can tell that he plays a lot of characters that have a lot of force. And my gosh, man, I mean, he does have, he does, he does bring, uh, a, a presence to the screen of just ruthlessness and i would have liked to see more of his character in the film mm-hmm. um my only other really my really my only other negative is a common thing with it okay just for <laughs> to give a little background i watched four movies the day i watched this movie because i watched the entire cornetto trilogy for the first time and then i watched this movie so i basically was like in just in inundated in Edgar Wright at that point. I was like, I watched so many of his movies. Um, so uh, excuse me if I keep bringing up his other movies, but a common problem that I've had with Edgar Wright movies is that he takes way too long to wrap things up. He takes the ending, the third act always feels like it's just a little bit too long, you know? And I felt that with this movie. It's not nearly as... I didn't feel it nearly as much as the other ones, but I felt like, okay, like, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. Okay, now we're done. It's just like, there's that extra, all right, come on, let's finish this up. Um, So I thought the third act was a little too long, just a little bit. It's Again, it's not a huge thing. Um, But that's my only other thing. Other than that, I mean, even from a personal standpoint, the his style, he really reined it in in this movie. It feels like Edgar Wright has gone to it. It's like this is, was a turning point for his career in a sense where he's like, all right, we're going to try a different kind of movie here. And while this still does feel like an Edgar Wright movie, you can definitely tell that he was trying to kind of go in a different direction. He wanted to try something else out, try just a straight-up action movie instead of action comedy or sci-fi comedy or horror comedy. Um, There wasn't much... I mean, there's definitely comedic moments, but it wasn't really a comedy. I mean, that's not a comedy. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, the the last act just feel a little bit too long. Just a little bit, you know? But that's that's basically it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right, well, what are you going to rate this movie, Ozzy? 8.5. I'm going to be higher. Yeah, I think this movie is phenomenal. I think it's Edgar Wright's masterpiece so far. Um, I mean, he's definitely a talented director, so you never know what comes down the line. But 
Um, yeah, I love this movie. I really did. It's the best of the year so far, in my opinion. So Even better than Logan? Yeah. I mean, well, you liked Logan better than I did. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I, I still, I again, I don't want to, I think Logan is great. But I think that it was def. It's one of the same situations as La La Land. Is it a great movie? Yes. Is it overrated? Yes. Both of the things can be true. <laughs> That's what I'll say about Logan. Boo, you whore. Yeah, sorry. You're just, you're just messed up, Carlos. <laughs> That's what you are. Uh, we'll talk about that when we get to our top ten list. Definitely. All right. Uh, Despicable Me 3. Ozzy, let's move on to that one. What did you think of Despicable Me 3? Um, as Carlos said, I have not seen any of these movies. And I'm kind of glad that I haven't. Because I, I really don't like... Um, I just it, it hasn't interested me. I've seen a bunch of trailers for the first, second, and third. Steve Carell's. Um, I just I just don't I I don't know. I really wasn't interested. What do you think? Um, it was okay, I guess. Um, I it has a great ending. It, it, I know we're. I think we both agree on that. It has a great ending, but I want to say it, it's hard because. I feel like I would care more and I would be more attached to these characters. I would more, be more accepting of these characters if I had seen the other two. Um, but based on what I'm gathering, and I mean, probably this is the most pure way to watch this movie without the other two kind of influencing me and just judging it solely as its own thing. I I don't know. It just feels like it was kind of a lot of the story elements were kind of just there to be there. And a lot of the story elements just felt like they shouldn't have been major parts of the movie, but they were. Um, but anyway, let's start positive. Ozzy, what are some of your positives or any positives you got? The animation in this movie is actually really well done. Yeah. Um, especially in the third act where there's like this huge a- action sequence. I was pretty impressed, man. I was like, dang, the animation in this movie is pretty amazing. So I will give the the props to those animation to those the animation designers when it comes to the action it was really good and um yeah um yeah the animations i don't know it didn't really stand out to me but it's it's fine um like i said uh the last 10 20 minutes of this movie is actually really exciting um (laughs) it it is it's really action-packed and really kind of just like all right i'm genuinely being entertained right now um I mean, I'm trying to think. Some of the characters are endearing. I mean, I... Although I was annoyed at times by the smallest of the little girls, I thought she was pretty cute, and she was like... She's entertaining. She had moments where I was like, okay, that's kind of funny. And there are moments where I was like, okay, that actually got me to laugh in this movie. I think you... You definitely noticed me laughing at times in this movie. Yeah. Um, so, it has its moments. I'm not saying it doesn't. It's just, there are a lot of storylines where I just didn't care. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> um, I think the chemistry between Gru and Lucy was really, uh, yes, really good. Great chemistry. Uh, for those of you guys who don't know, Lucy's voiced by Kristen Wiig. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Gru is voiced by Steve Carell. And I do think that those two did have great chemistry. You, you see that they care for one another a lot. You see that they care for the for their kids a lot so i really like their chemistry together you know you can clearly tell that she's trying to better grow and and yeah i really did i really did like it it's it's trying to make him a better person 
and everything. So I really did like it. Um, yeah, there was great chemistry in this movie between the two of them, and then great chemistry between her and the little girls. I thought that that was a storyline that I actually appreciated. Um, yeah, because they it was actually a really really uh, mature storyline. It's yeah, it kind of touching. Yeah, it was about this. You know, they they had recently gotten married, and she's really learning how to be a stepmother. And the kids are really learning to accept her as their mm-hmm. stepmother. So it's it's a really interesting, uh, mature theme that the movie does carry. Because, you know, it's the stepmother who's trying to, you know, be loved by them. But also show a, a, a certain, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but it's she's basically right. trying to... Authority, basically. Yeah. Trying to show a, a sense of authority... You know, and, and she, you, you can tell that she clearly does adore these kids and she clearly wants to be a part of the family that Gru has created. So I really liked, I really liked her, her storyline with the kids as well. Um, yeah. And they're as grating as some of the characters were. I didn't like the other, uh, Steve Carell performance of, um, Drew, the twin brother. I, well, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the voice that he's doing for both of them, honestly. It was a little grating, but, I mean, that's just a personal thing, but it was a little grating on me, just a little bit. Um, but they did add a, just a, just a hint of depth, depth to, um, that second character. It's not nearly enough, but there is some there that I was like, okay, at least they tried to kind of flesh out this character. And I can say the same thing for the villain. Now, the villain, I have way more problems with. But they did have just a little bit of depth. I still think they overall made a mistake with the villain. Um, but they did try to give him some depth. That, And I can appreciate that. So, I will say this. I do think that Steve Carell did great as both Drew and Gru. Now, look, I really don't like his voice for these characters, but you can definitely tell that he's a great voice actor, you know, just being two different yeah. characters and, and whatnot, so and, I, will, and I will be appreciative of the fact yeah. that he can do that. And the hard thing is, it's kind of what the movie's going for, and that goes for the villain as well. I mean, do you have any more thing, any more positives you want to move into negatives? Um, Pretty sure that's it for positives. Yeah. Um, because, alright, well, what I was saying was that there's just... It's hard because that's kind of, with the villain and with Steve Carell and what he's doing with his performance, that's what the movie's going for. So, it's like, we cannot like it, but they actually went in, I mean, it kind of fits the style of the movie. Um, But, the villain. Um, When I first saw the trailer for this movie, I was like, okay, so that's going to be the fun beginning villain, and then we'll get into the real story. Unfortunately, that is not the case. He is the villain for the movie. Um, and that's unfortunate. It's just, I don't know. I was not I was not on board with this villain. He was just so cheesy and so over the top. It just did not work for me at all. But again, that's what they're going for, so it's hard. But at the same time, I'm just like, oh my gosh, please. Um, it didn't really work for me until the end when the action started picking up and I was just, like, accepting of the villain that they had presented us with. But overall, I really wish they would have gone in another direction with the antagonist in this movie. Completely agree. I thought the laugh that Balthasar Brat played by or voiced by Trey Parker, I thought was very annoying. I don't know what's up with these with these movies with their voice characters. Honestly, um, I just I think they should have gone in a di- different direction as yeah. well. I, I really did not like his laugh. I was really annoyed. 
I think it was way too over the top. But again, I mean, I can't really dock it because it's a kids movie. Yeah. And uh, this is this is kind of um, probably gonna have a higher rating than you. Um, but I, I feel that overall, that it's a kids movie. It does have some adult moments. Yeah. So I will I will give, I will give the movie that. I mean, it's a kids movie. So if you take your your kid to go see the movie, they're gonna mainly be enjoyed. All right. Well, there is one huge thing that we have not discussed yet that is huge with this franchise. Oh boy, we actually might get. Um, and we're probably gonna get tons of hate for this. Yeah. The minions were atrocious in this movie. What you just said. <laughs> is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Thank you, Enrique. Um, But yeah, the minions just... Their storyline is so useless in this movie. I was thinking, all right, maybe it'll pay off. Maybe it'll pay off. And then it doesn't even really pay off. Do they... I mean, honestly, what do they actually do in this movie? They don't... uh, They don't push the plot forward at all. They're just basically breaks, and a lot of the times, musical breaks. There were two musical numbers with the minions in this movie. They don't even speak a freaking language. A real language. (laughs) Imagine watching the Minions movie. There's like they don't speak language. Just the entire thing is like nonsense, and them running around. It's um, yeah, terrible. I have no desire to see the Minions movie. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, uh, the on Rotten Tomatoes got a 56 percent, and then the Flickster user score is a 49 percent. What so for you, the Minions? Movie? Yeah, so you can yeah. take that with a grain of salt. I mean. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, I think these characters are meant for small doses. Look, I didn't really care for the storyline. I'm not going to say it's entirely atrocious, but it's it's pretty bad. I think you, you definitely need them in small doses. Or just give them Very something to do in the movie. They really have nothing to do, and they're just there to fill space. They're there to get the movie to an hour and a half. That is what they're there for. I can I can agree with that. I mean I mean look at the end of the day, this is gonna be a, a continuing a continuing a continuing excuse for this movie. <laughs> but again, there are a lot of kids out there that love the minions. So, but do parents love the minions? I mean again, this is this is a kids movie. So I can't. I mean again, I mean I'm gonna dock your points definitely, but I'm not gonna dock it like major points. I mean again, this is a kids movie. So I'm, I'm trying to be nice. Personally, I, I didn't like the minions, but I understand why people do like the minions. There we go. I'll say that. I'll say that much. I, I can't. <laughs> the minions, they just, they literally have no purpose in the movie. That's my problem. Um, all right. Do you have anything else? I, that's a huge negative for me. And I've already talked about a lot of the characters and um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's still okay. Like I said, there's, there's some funny moments. There's some touching moments. Um, there's some of the characters that are fleshed out and relationships that are fleshed out and the last 20 minutes are pretty cool. Um, but then there's the minions who take up like a third of the movie, but don't need to. And then there's a lot of just stupid characters who really are quite annoying. So I, I don't know. Oh boy. Uh, uh do you yeah. have anything else or do you uh, want to rate it? We can just rate it. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, I'm gonna give this movie a six out of ten. It's okay. It's yeah, just I don't know. I'll give you a little higher. Uh, six point nine. All right, six point nine. Saucy. Um, 
it's it's the only reason why I'm not pushing into a seven is because they already have a lot of sevens. <laughs> um, look, look. Uh, then, uh, but in all seriousness, though, look. Parents may not enjoy the film, but at the end of the day, I mean, it's for your kids, and I do think there is, you know, grains of enjoyment for the adults to be had. So for that reason, I'm going to give it a six point nine. Yeah, I don't know. For me, I mean, that could have been better. Yeah, it's it's fresh, but it's still it's fresh, and for the sole reason that Ozzy said, it's for kids so it, it is what it is and i think there is enough there that parents will be mildly entertained and not want to shoot themselves in the head watching this movie like captain underpants yeah um <laughs> message to my father um if you're listening to this and isabella tells you dad let's go see the spiggle with me three and if you tell me well can you take your sister i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna call him for a six day for a sick day um you're gonna have to deal with that dad i'm not i'm good <laughs> all right fair enough um yeah so i guess we should move on to recommendations this will be a bit of a shorter episode but definitely a shorter episode it is what it is i am so sorry i'm six so i haven't really been able to see a lot but uh yeah do you have a recommendation carlos carlos <laughs> carlos <laughs> Of course, have a recommendation. Oh wow! Twist. But you need to go first. Oh man. <laughs> um, I will recommend. Um, Enrique wants me to recommend Mean Girls because we did just watch that the other night with mean some Girls? friends. Great movie, but that won't be my official recommendation. I'm gonna recommend um, Shaun of the Dead. I do think that is the best of the Cornetto trilogy. I think it's the first one in the series. I mean. If you don't know, the Cornetto trilogy is basically, it's not really a trilogy. It's just they all have the refer- a reference to a certain kind of ice cream, Cornetto ice cream. Yeah. So Ed Wright has basically, after the movies were made, called it a trilogy. Um, they literally have nothing to do with each other except for the fact that Ed Wright directed them and um, they have the same actors, basically. <laughs> That's it. Um, but yeah, Shaun of the Dead is probably my favorite of the bunch, so that's the one I would definitely recommend. I, it might be on like Stars or something like that, so if you have Stars, check it out. But um, yeah, that's what I got. Uh, my recommendation is going to be The Other Guys. All right. Yeah, it's a great movie starring uh, starring Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg, and also featuring Samuel L. Jackson and Dwayne The <laughs> Rock Johnson. <laughs> Look, guys, this is, this is a classic at this point. This is a it's classic so uh, comedy movie. And the two are actually working together this year for, I think, uh, Daddy's Home, too. Yeah. So, what do you think of Daddy's Home? I didn't see it, so oh, I want to yeah, see okay. the first one. and I want to. I think uh, it's okay, but I'll Daddy's Home 2 looks great. Yeah, Daddy's, yeah, because you have Mel Gibson in there. It, it <laughs> looks, perfect role for Mel It looks really great. But, um, yeah, I definitely want to see. I need to see the first one before the second one comes yeah. out. But, yeah, man, it, it, uh, it, this, is, this is just another... Will Ferrell at this point is just, is he's gonna be known when whenever um, people look back at Will Ferrell's career he's gonna be known as a great comedic actor so definitely watch this movie this is one of his best roles one of the best PG thirteen comedies maybe I mean yeah I'm it trying was to think really that funny. might be that's, that might be a good list for us to do on the YouTube channel PG thirteen comedies. Oh, yeah. I mean, because there is a pretty decent divide between PG-13 comedies and R-rated comedies. I mean, they're almost completely different genres at times, really. Um, but, um, yeah, man. I mean, uh, this is just... this is just a, I really liked his performance. I like the chemistry between Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. Because Mark Wahlberg, at this point, he's kind of... You know, he's kind of known as to be, like, this really great hero. 
and Will Ferrell is known as like the softy. Yeah, it was really great. I really loved the the performances two gave, and and I really liked the chemistry together. Yeah. Speaking of Will Ferrell, we will be reviewing the house at some point. Um, again, not next week, but the week after when we come back. It's gonna be really late reviews. Yes. Again, sorry. Um, we'll let you know if anything changes. It is what it is. Life happened. We weren't gonna do an episode Tuesday anyways because it's July fourth. Yeah. Come on, guys. Come on. So Come on, I need yeah. you to give me something here. All right. <laughs> um, Ozzy, do you want to sign us out? Do I want to sign us out? Of course I do. Carlos, where can people find you on social media? All right, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cheery456. And, of course, make sure you follow us all over social media, all at Screenfellows, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and our website, of course, where Brianna is doing um, at least one review a week and then also a separate article in midweek. So definitely check the website out. Definitely. And you can find me on Twitter at Castorazzi. And also, if you guys have any questions, any topics, any films that you guys want to recommend or TV shows, please feel free to email me at ozzy.castro at screenfellows.com. Sorry, I kind <laughs> of blanked. I'm sorry. Look, again, I'm sick. I should be fine within like the next week or so. So I'll be back. Shout out to Dobby and Yogi, my dogs, who are both in the room and have been quiet this entire time. And, uh,. <laughs> I don't know who to give a shout. Shout out to Enrique. Yes, I'm Enrique okay. in the house. Um, we had a sort of a technological problem with Enrique. He seemed to have lost earphones, but lost my headphones, by the way. Um, by the way, heads up, hot behind the scenes about to drop soon. So oh, yeah, yeah, definitely check that out, guys. Um, Probably up by the time this episode goes up. Yeah, it's going. Uh, we dropped it like it's hot. We really <laughs> dropped it like it's hot. Anyways, so we hope you guys enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also, check us out on YouTube and the website. This is Screenfellas. Fellas.